The AI Today podcast, produced by Cognolytica, cuts through the hype and noise to identify what is really happening now in the world of artificial intelligence. Learn about emerging AI trends, technologies, and use cases from Cognolytica analysts and guest experts. Hey, AI Today listeners. Want to dive deeper and get resources to drive your AI efforts further? We've put together a carefully curated collection of resources and tools handcrafted for you, our listeners, to expand your knowledge, dive deeper into the world of AI, and provide you with the essential resources you need. From books and materials ranging from fundamentals of AI to deep dives on implementing AI projects to AI ethics, tools, software, checklists, and more, our resources page will help you on your AI journey whether you're just starting out or you're well on your way. Check it out at aitoday.live slash list. That's aitoday.live slash L-I-S-T. Hello, and welcome to the AI Today podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Mulch. And I'm your host, Ronald Schmelzer. And as we continue to dive deeper into our AI glossary, uh, defining the key terms you need to know with AI, machine learning, and big data, uh, you know, we're focusing on some of these different ideas that you might need to communicate to other people on your team. Maybe you're on that team, you need to communicate to people who are higher up even, or maybe you're trying to use these terms and have conversations uh, among yourselves or with uh, providers or others. And so understanding some of these words, which sometimes are not too obvious, you know, as to what they mean and how do you really make them work and, you know, understanding them at an intuitive basic level is good. Uh, you know, you don't need to understand them at the lowest level. If you do that, well, that's the job you're doing. And if that's the job you're doing, then yeah, you should really dive much deeper. But here on the AI Today podcast, our job is to help you understand how to make AI machine learning and big data work for you. So as part of that, we've developed this glossary series, building on the big glossary that we have on the Cognolytica site. And uh, we've heard from many of you that you found it particularly useful. Exactly. So we understand that sometimes this terminology, maybe you've never heard it before, or maybe you have heard it, but the definitions just led to more confusion. So that's really why we put together this glossary. As Ron mentioned, it's on the Cognolytic site. We also link to it in the show notes. So we encourage you to check it out and listen to these podcasts. So if you haven't done so already, subscribe to AI Today so you can get notified of all of our additional podcasts. Not only the glossary series, but we have some interviews that we have lined up that should be really wonderful, as well as additional topics. But we're focusing today on our AI glossary series. To go over terms at a high level, sometimes we present one term, sometimes we present a group of terms that uh, group together nicely so that you get a better understanding at a high level of what these terms are. And then in case it comes up in a conversation, you at least have heard of it before. So in today's podcast, we're going to be going over the terms model validation, validation data, test data, and cross-validation. So in previous podcasts, we've brought up and defined an algorithm and a model, and they have, you know, very defined definitions. Sometimes people still get these confused and they may say model when they mean algorithm or algorithm when they mean model. So remember that using training data with an algorithm with particular settings will generate your model. So we're talking about model validation, model data set and test data set on today's podcast. So at a high level, model validation, it helps determine whether the model is providing generalization and performance results as required. So during that 
model training activities, models need to be validated against, you know, that good quality data that we have. So our training data that has been set aside to determine if the model is overfitting or underfitting the data. And validation will determine if the model needs to be further tuned to get the results that you need. Yeah, so we're actually really validating this model, this validation data set against validation data. Now, it's been labeled and prepared the same way as training data, but we're not going to validate it against that training data because we're actually using that training data to train the model. So if we validate the model against the data that it's been trained on, then yeah, of course, it's going to be okay. But if I want to know if it's generalized, if the performance is generalizing well, you need to actually validate it against this data you've held aside called the validation data set. So let's dive into what is the validation data set. Exactly. So a validation data set is the portion of the prepared data that's been set aside to validate a model during model validation and evaluation to determine the extent to which a model needs to be tuned to address issues of overfitting, underfitting, accuracy, precision, and other considerations as well. The validation data set can be held aside, or we can use approaches such as cross-validation, which we'll talk about in a minute and define, to iterate on the training data set for validation. And then we also have our test data set. So we have our validation data set, which we just defined, and now our test data set, which is a data set of prepared data that's set aside for training and validation data to be used to verify that a machine learning model performs as expected against data it has not yet seen during training or validation. And the test data helps to verify the generalization performance of a model. So you can, you know, it also is known as the holdout data set. And generally about 20% of the prepared data set is used as the test data set. Yeah. It's important to know that because we have to have good quality data that we know is good. And that takes time and effort to collect that data, prepare that data, do all the sorts of things new to that to that data. Because if, if we have bad data, you know, artificial intelligence systems are garbage in is garbage out. If you train it with bad data, no surprise, you'll have uh, a bad model. But even if we have bad testing data, how do we know if the model works? Well, if I have junky data, I can't really know if the model is working, and I can't use it to either tune the model that's with the validation data, and I can't use it to even test if my model that once I've tuned it even works. So that means I need to have a lot of data here. This is actually more data because I need to have enough data to not only train the system, but also validate the system and test the system. So this is a bit of a, of a challenge here. And actually, there's a little bit of a misspoke that the prepared data is not set aside for training. It's set aside from the training and validation data. So we actually that's why it's called holdout data set. We're going to separate the test data from that other data so that we don't use it either intentionally or unintentionally uh, as far as training, because there's no point in testing something that you've already used, right? So one strategy to um, sort of minimize the need for so much data is this idea of cross-validation. So cross-validation is the idea that, well, if I have this data that I can use for um, training that I can also use for validation, instead of maybe just arbitrarily setting aside like just some random chunk of data for validation, what I can do is I can hold out, take a piece of my training data and say, okay, I'm going to use this piece for validation and I'm going to train on the rest of it. And then I do that multiple times so that the chunk that I hold out is 
iteratively the whole set. So maybe if I'm doing uh, cross-validation, there's a specific kind called K-fold. And as you know now from hearing our podcast, K is a user-defined setting. So if I define K-fold cross-validation, let's say four ten-folds, let's say, or four-folds or five-folds, then I'm going to set aside the first one-fifth of if I have K-fold of data for the validation, then train on the other four, and then use that to tune the model. Then I do that again. I, I hold out the second fifth. I do the same thing. I train on the rest and then validate it. That allows us uh, this cross-validation approach to ensure that the model is properly trained without any sort of implicit, I might be implicitly or explicitly overfitting or underfitting the, the data. So as mentioned, K-fold is that a particular uh, style of doing cross-validation. Um, you know, but we take the full data set, we split into K number of groups. And for each one of these K groups, we validate on the X group and then train on the other groups in iteration. We calculate the error because that's what we're going to try. That's how we know if the model is working or not, that fit and underfit. How do I know if a model is underfitting or overfitting? That's what the error tells us. It tells us how well the model is working against the training data as well as the validation data. We spent some time talking about that, that in our learning curves. So go back to our learning curves uh, podcast and you will learn about how you can see how the model is learning and see how it's performing not only against the training data, but against the validation data. And here we have the validation data. And of course, after all this is done, um, we can even do a more sophisticated approach as we talked about in the previous podcast on hyperparameter tuning and what hyperparameters are because different hyperparameter configurations will have different performances. If I'm doing K nearest neighbors and I have K is three and then maybe K is five and then K is seven, K and 11, it may have different performance. So what I can do is I can do what's called nested cross validation where I do these loops of, I do the K fold cross validation for one set of hyperparameters, then I do it for another. So yes, this stuff does take time it takes computing cycles, um, right? And so you have to make a decision and a determination as to how accurate we want these models to be. And you know, given those accuracy or whatever these other measures, then we know if we've gone far enough. So hopefully that provides a good explanation of some of these concepts so that we know that we're trying to make our models. So at the end of the day, we're not using the algorithm in our day-to-day -day prediction activities. We're using models to make predictions. Models make the inferences. Models make the generalizations. Um, and so we need to make sure that these models that we build from the data are truly providing the results. And you'll be spending all of your time with the models, basically. Exactly. So hopefully this podcast has, you know, presented these terms at a high level. So if they come up in conversation, you at least have heard them before and you at a high level understand what they are. But understanding the terms at a high level and putting them into practice are two different things. And that's why we're big advocates of, you know, doing AI right. If you've listened to our podcast for any number of episodes, you know that we always focus on doing AI right, including following best practices methodologies. We're advocates of the CPMAI methodology. So if you're interested in learning more, we've put together a free intro to CPMAI course for our AI Today podcast listeners. You can go to aitoday.live slash CPMAI and register for free. If you'd like to get the certification, then you can go to cognolitica.com slash CPMAI and sign up for that course. And then at the end of it, you'll get you'll become CPMAI certified. So we'll link to both of those in the show notes and you just have to click on the link and it'll take you to those courses. Like this episode and want to hear more? With hundreds of episodes and over 3 million downloads, check out more AI Today podcasts at aitoday.live. Make sure to subscribe to AI Today if you haven't already on Apple Podcasts, 
Spotify, Stitcher, Google, Amazon, or your favorite podcast platform. Want to dive deeper and get resources to drive your AI efforts further? We've put together a carefully curated collection of resources and tools handcrafted for you, our listeners, to expand your knowledge, dive deeper into the world of AI, and provide you with the essential resources you need. Check it out at aitoday.live slash list. This sound recording and its contents are copyright by Cognolytica. All rights reserved. Music by Matsu Gravas. As always, thanks for listening to AI Today, and we'll catch you at the next podcast.